1: Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 167th episode of the Hungry Gamers Podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and our best friends over at Audio Technica. I'm your extremely humble host, Brendan White. You can find me just about everywhere Brendan8Bit. And joining me today, the dream, Salim, TD,
0: Salim Abraham. How are you going, my friend? I'm I'm really, really well. Brendan, how are you, my friend?
1: Doing good. It is a uh, Saturday morning here in the AU. Uh, Miss Hart is uh, tied tied up with West Coast, Best Coast things over in the US of A, so uh, we're going to try and patchwork together a quality episode for our listeners here. We've got some pretty tasty topics and uh, points of conversation to go through today, but uh, maybe we could jump on in and, and talk about what we've been playing, what we've been doing. I know it's been a hot minute since we've seen you. Anything you want to bring to the table?
0: Wow, you really set me up to fail. And you know damn well that the answer to that question is not a great deal.
1: Yeah, but I, I've got a similar answer to that. So, like, we're, we're in a similar rickety boat.
0: You could, like, lead into it a little bit with, like, Hey, I, I heard you are on holiday. How was holidays? You know? <laughs> probably not a lot of time to play video games on holidays. How was Summer Bay? How was Elf's bait Shop? Really well, thanks, Brendan. Um, mate, you know what? Fuck you. I have played video games. I played. Uh, I played Battlefield One. You didn't expect me to say that, did you? Oh, that wasn't on the docket. You swerved me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you, you know, try and throw me under the bus. I'll take you with me. Um, I did play Battlefield One. I, I, I now, um, because of my crazy friend who comes yeah, in and plays Is he just games like squatting now?
1: Has he got squatters' rights on your room after you went away on holiday? Is that just his
0: room now? <laughs> he did use my room to play video games while i was away um (laughs) it is the weirdest shit but it's okay because now i'm playing battlefield one can i just say a lot of fun great game but the control uh the control scheme for the like biplanes yeah like the the attack planes i have no idea how to do it i think it's all keyboard Um, i usually
1: just crash the planes like not by choice I'll, I'll, I'll jump into kind of them and just it? can't steer them and just crash them. Like I'm so bad at it. Yeah, right. I'll either get um, in a tank
0: or just be on foot. Yeah, well, I just, I, I, you know, it seemed to be such a rare occurrence that a plane is available for you to like just spawn into. And I just took the chance as soon as I had it. And I literally could not figure out how to maneuver the plane at all because um, it didn't seem to be too much based on the mouse. I'll have to really like look that shit up. But anyway, Battlefield. Kinda kind of a lot of fun. Um I'm uh not awful. I typically get a positive KDA, but well that's um, good. Um but I, I definitely have room for improvement.
1: How's um how's your housemate? Oh well, I guess he's kind of your housemate now. Roommate, I should say. Is he is yeah. he a bit of a beast at this game?
0: He's he's great at this game. Yeah. He's played a lot of Battlefield 4. His his favorite thing to do is get on the old billy and pop around and play endless hours of battlefield but can i had I to think for a
1: minute what you were talking about when you said the old billy i'm like is that a like a war term for like this the little bikes you is... squeeze squirt around on or something but no just no, this...
0: brendan as you are well aware this show's rating is pg for parental guidance and yep, yep. um we can only make subtle references to drugs That's true that are for the parents who mm-hmm. listen to this show. But the children yes. will laugh and they won't really know what we're talking about. Um, uh, but the good news is he's also playing Tekken 7, my
1: friend. I saw it, and this was the first time he's ever played Tekken, right?
0: This is the first time. And it was a, uh, inside, there was a swell of emotion. It was a combination of um, pride that I managed to convert someone over to, to, the, to the Tekken 7 side and cringe because it was fucking atrocious watching (laughs) him play it's just like awful and um but i i've also been playing so season three started we didn't really talk too much about this um when it happened a couple of weeks ago but season three of tekken's just kicked off or everyone's ranks have been reset i just recently purchased the game again on um on playstation and i am absolutely making my presence known oh you're shooting up the rankings I am, I am making uh, children out of, out of grown adults okay. on PC right now. So much so that I will say, if you are listening and have a copy and want to learn a thing or two, hit me up because I will fucking lay you out. I thought you were just going to say, if you have a
1: copy, just grab the copy, snap it in half, throw it in the bin, because you're never going to be.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It'll save us both a lot of time and and agony, but I am sending an open challenge out to the the universe. Do you know how good it feels, Brendan? I don't know if you ever have this at any part of your life. Maybe you do. do Do you know what it feels like to just... Sometimes I'm at work, and it's a business park, right? Thousands of people... And I just think to myself, in this business park, I'm probably the best at Tekken 7. In this Mm. suburb, I'm probably the best at this video game. In this nation, (laughs) 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 that's definitely going too far. On this continent. (laughs) That is definitely going too far. But I do have this thought sometimes. And it's like, I think, no, you know what? Probably. Probably.
1: Mm, i i don't think i sort of extend out to the state or something but i can certainly say in business parks or at any given time in a suburb i feel i could hold my own in in a few games that i that i play so
0: yeah and, and of course big ups and, and big respect to battle Cat bunker in in maryland's where the true tekken 7 greats go and play but um yeah i i'm submitting an open challenge if you have it on steam let me know and let's uh let's tee up some games
1: How much is it to buy? Because I still need to get a copy of Seven.
0: Look, it was it was actually fifty percent off recently too in a publisher weekend. Missed the boat, big pain in the ass. But um, it's uh, I think it's like sixty bucks. Okay, fifty. It's like fifty six AU. I'll
1: see if I can get my hands on it on the PS4 because I I still need to do that by the end of the year.
0: I need to get it
1: now with the new season. Maybe I can get them ranks up. That uh, I promise you,
0: I will make a champion out of you. Yeah, I challenged you to get to. I think I challenged you to get to like fighter rank which is which is some serious innings and you, you kind of need to know enough to, to to get there but it's easy like trust me we'll do it mm. um the other game i've been playing is final fantasy 7 on mobile after the success i had with final fantasy tactics i needed a new snap game and i decided to go further into the rabbit hole with final fantasy 7 um uh, look it is what it is it's final fantasy 7 you know how you feel about it so i won't talk too much about it other than to say the, the controls on the phone take a little bit of getting used to. It's it's It switches between... You know how sometimes a game will just let you stick your thumb anywhere for your mm. left analog stick and just yep. it'll let you move like that? Um, it switches between that and a fixed um, manual sort of directional keypad. Okay. Um, which doesn't move and doesn't let you just kind of touch wherever you want to on the screen. That takes a little bit of getting used to. But other you than need, that...
1: You need to get the... Uh- Get the PlayStation 4 or Xbox One controller out and hook it up. Get that Bluetooth controller support going and play that way.
0: Yeah, probably. Um, The other interesting thing is it doesn't actually lend itself to be like a great snap game because the save points are so few and far between. Uh, So, it's a long snap. Yeah, they're not few and far between, but it's like on a train trip Mm -hmm. for 30 minutes, you're not guaranteed necessarily to be near a save point when you need to be. So, it's kind of tricky um anyway that's me mate uh how how about you what have you been up to
1: full disclosure i haven't played a ton of games this week myself oh really yeah i i led that off at the start i said we're in that same rickety boat so i'm being honest uh been playing a bit more gears five been trying to get good at the multiplayer to try and say that i'm the best in the business park or the best in the suburb good man at the moment i'm not um
0: best on the block
1: yeah i'm at least best (laughs) in the street uh yeah. because a lot of the people that live around us, I don't think, uh are gamers or some of them are a little bit elderly, so yeah, I don't think they're at home, you know, honing their craft on Gears five of an evening after the early bird special. But uh yeah, it's it's good it's good fun. Anyone who's played Gears, especially Gears multiplayer knows what it's about. But just trying to get the roadie run with the in and out of combat with trying to get that snap aim sort of speed back, it's, it's a struggle, that's for sure. But um, Enjoying that, sort of dabbling here and there. Uh, finally took the plastic off of Borderlands 3. So I uh, had that mm. uh, loaded up on the Xbox One for a while, but hadn't played it just because of Gears and a few other games that are going on. So so finally cracked that. Played pr- Probably played maybe two hours, not a huge amount of time um, in the game, but really digging it. I've gone uh, with Moe's, who's the gunner, uh, and she's got... Uh, this big bear tank like it's the iron bear mech tank that can come in and just wreak havoc so it's it's something different cuz i usually play as the siren in borderlands i've typically found myself playing the siren all the time but um yeah, cuz cool. i don't really know anybody that's playing borderlands on xbox which is a silly decision on my behalf siren obviously lends itself to playing in a squad because you can sort of synergize and buff as opposed to just being all out damage so i sort of switched with to to Mo's just to play it solo but I'm feeling I need to pick it up on PC or PS4 just because that's where uh, that's where our peeps are playing, so I can get in and play this together. So I'll see what I can do there and probably jump platform because I'm not too far. And as I said, two hours just mucked around, went through the the opening um, of the game. You know, you get handled your initial abilities, uh, sort of kill the heap of stuff. You know, usual Borderlands. Like you played a Borderlands game, you'll know exactly what Borderlands 3 is about. It's not got a nice graphical bump. Uh, combat still seems tight and frenetic and chaotic, and guns just raining from the heavens. But um, mm. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I'll sort of add more to it. I think over the next week when I dive into it a little bit more and and sort of sink my teeth further into that story and try and get to level fifty. But um, I'm digging it, man. Are you, you going to try and pick up Borderlands Three at all, or are you just sort of letting this ship sail and just waiting for our Death Stranding that
0: comes out in a little over what? Oh, of course. Five yeah. weeks, six weeks. <laughs> I um I, it's tough, you know, it's really hard because the game the game's got a lot of hype and um there's obviously a lot of noise around the game at the moment on the socials. I don't I just I don't find myself like too interested in Borderlands as a universe. Yeah. I've played Borderlands, I played Borderlands one and two, and um not to the extent that I think, you know, someone like Ali, Miss Ali Han has. Yeah, yeah. Um I just, it never, it never pulled me in. And everything I've read about the game is that it's like, great game, same, same. Um, and so I am just think, no, nah, fuck it. Yeah, but I've been reading you. a lot about it. um Have you yet exploited the loot cave? That, no, uh, I have not.
1: Um, I was reading about that yesterday or the day before but yeah they've got a loot cave similar to was in uh og destiny where you could just yep. farm enemies to obviously farm weapons that you and i spent hours B3. upon
0: hours in front of yeah, we
1: did. <laughs> so cheesy but you know it, it works great. um and and if there's a way to potentially get a leg up or get some sweet loot it's most people are gonna take advantage of that. You know, I'm I'm gonna make a no no butts about that. I'd get amongst it and try and farm some good weapons to make my overall gameplay better. So mm. when I get on there on the PC or PS 4 whichever side I settle on, jump on with some some squad mates and yeah, go farm that cave, that's for sure. So uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, watch this space. If you see uh see a rando named Brendan 8 bit on, on one of the platforms just shooting at a cave, come give me a wave. I'll be I'll be there. <laughs> mm. But yeah, man, that's all I've really been doing. Like, uh, working a lot, watching a lot of telly. Uh, nothing really of note to talk about as far as watching anything new. It's a weird patch, like watching through the final season of Preacher, which is, which is great. But outside of that, it's just standard, like watching the Block and House Reno shows and all that kind of boring shit that I love.
0: Let me give you um, let me give you a great tip, Top Boy on Netflix top boy um, i'm actually yeah i started watching it yesterday it's sort of like a like a london street gangster sort of story it's it's good i really I'm, I'm really enjoying it okay um give it give it a watch
1: i have to give it a peek it's been out a while i just sort of done a quick googling on it it's been around since 2011
0: top boy well yeah. i did i just i just came across it yesterday and i was mm. like well fuck it why not
1: yeah no i'll give it a peek i'm always looking for new stuff uh New stuff to sort of digest and um, yeah, until, yeah, until sort of Doom Patrol comes out, that'll, that'll do me, I think. Mm-hmm. But let's a uh, quick bit of housekeeping before we dive into the main course here. Obviously, we've got PAX Australia coming up in uh, what, three weeks now, something crazy like that. Uh, we're also going to have a lot of presence on the Audio Technica booth there. So pop on by, say hello. There's going to be live podcast recordings every day on the hour outside of lunch because people need their lunch to keep their energy levels high. There's also two panels. We've got a Mario Tennis tournament running on the Friday evening. And then on the Saturday evening, we've got the returning party mode panel for the third year running. Do Stradamus take it out three years in a row. Watch this space and see. Uh, Full spoilers, I'm the only returning member of Stradamus, So it's going to be anyone's game. That's for damn sure. Um, While you're there checking out cool stuff, head on over to patreon.com forward slash weird 8 bit Throw support behind us as well as the other members of the hashtag 8 collective Starting from the low, low price of $1, you'll get early access to our Fortnightly podcast, the 8 cast as well as access to exclusive perks, merch, and giveaways. Uh, a few other quick housekeeping newsreads. Audiotechnica.com.au for the best in audio-based equipment. You need headphones, gaming gaming headsets, microphones, turntables. With those headphones, you want in-ear, you want over-ear. They've got it all, audiotechnica.com or audiotechnica.com.au. And last, but certainly not least, the best merch store in the video game land, We are 8 bitstoreenvycom We literally have everything to cover your body from head to toe. And then you can snuggle up with us with a pillow as you go to bed. So we are 8 bitstoreenvycom Into some news.
0: This week's news headlines.
1: All right, my man. The first uh, bite-sized banger I'm going to give to you is this. The evolution of everyone's favorite leak-loving bird, Farfetch'd, has been revealed. Meet Surfetched, a leak-wielding knight-like bird who is a bigger, stronger version of Farfetch'd, outfitted with a leafy shield.
0: What do you think of this big staunch unit? Um, yeah, I like it. I like it. I like that, um... <laughs> I like that he's like a lancer. Yeah. Um, it's Very cool. regal. Yeah, it's cool. Um... This game's gonna be great. Yeah, I just think Sword and Shield are gonna be so much fun. It looks so pretty,
1: so mm. damn pretty. Um, and, and I'm I'm keen as keen as a being to get me some surfetched into my into my team of six for a while. Like he's he's just as you said, he's a boss. He's got that sort of turn of the century knight look to him. He's got some big power eyebrows that you know you and I can appreciate a set of I'm power brows. Fan. Yeah. So uh, yeah, surfetched. <laughs> Yeah. surfetch so It's the best. So dumb, but it's the best. Like I guess it's better than some of them other Pokemon we talked of, like the one that was actually made of cream. I can't remember the name <laughs> of that one anymore, but you know, Surfetch is a little bit more realistic than a cream-based Pokemon. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Surfetch. We'll see more it's of weird. him very shortly. Uh, yeah. or her. Uh in uh the coming months when uh Sword and Shield drop. Uh the next bit of news that's come out over the past week. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 to support cross-progression. So obviously we've already had cross-play confirmed uh, in a previous announcement a few weeks back. So you'll be able to play uh, with your PC, PS4, or Xbox mates in any, any combination of party. But the cool thing is having that cross-progression. So depending on what platform you call home, you level up that character, you get your prestige ranks, your gun skins and whatever else, you can carry that across the other platform. So I thought that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, obviously, they've got the, the beta going on again now. I think it's the open beta this weekend mm. to everyone to get in and play a bit of COD MW. I'm going to miss that. I'm just going to wait for the full release and get in uh, Ground Zero, get them boots on the ground and, uh, you know, pwn all the noobs. Uh, are you going to mm. be getting on some COD? I know we used to all play pretty heavily way back in the day, but yeah, I think it's sort of fallen away from us all a bit. What do you
0: reckon? Oh, totally. Um, No, I've got, yeah, zero desire to play this, especially now that I'm like Battlefield wanting. ing Yep, you yep. Know? Uh, no, I look. I've never really been terribly interested in in first person shooters. Um, I'm I'm interested to just sort of understand how the handshake works between all of these different platforms for your yeah. your, your information, how that carries across, what the the identifying link between them is. Um, that to me is really interesting about this whole thing. But that's just you know nerdy info security side of it. Um yeah. it's really good. It is fantastic that you can now do that. One of the biggest frustrations I think a lot of people have um when playing the same game between platforms is that you basically start from scratch every time. So yeah. I think this is this is a, a good up. Um just interested to see how it all works.
1: Yeah, like it's a nice contrast to what little old me was saying about Borderlands 3 earlier. Here I am on mm. my lonesome on Xbox 3 Xbox 1 with all the other yeah. peeps I know on PC and PS4. I got to get a, get a new game, get a new save to uh, be able to play yeah. with them. Come so, on, Gearbox. Pull your socks yeah. up! my goodness. My goodness. Okay, the next uh, quick hitter. The next Sony State of Play has been confirmed uh, for September 24th for the US listeners and September 25th at 6 a.m. for us here in Australia. Dreamo, what do you think is going to be shown at this little Sony State of Play event this September 24th? So the last one, they showed um, some footage of Medieval. They showed the first trailer for the Predator Hunting Grounds game. They also showed an extended trailer of Final Fantasy VII. What's mm-hmm. going to be shown this week?
0: Um, I think we will see uh, some Death Stranding stuff. I think we will see some Last of Us stuff. And I think, um, and by I, I mean push square.com. <laughs> uh no but i'd be like super interested to see some more um last of us stuff because as far as i can tell remember we haven't seen anything since the announcement trailer right
1: yeah i'm i'm with you and uh press square as well uh seems we're all on a similar train of thought i certainly think we'll We'll get a little bit more on uh, Death Stranding, which is just going to add to more confusion for myself, at least. Yeah, The Last of Us 2, I think, is due for a little bit of a refresh. Maybe we'll get another trailer or an extended trailer for Medieval or Predator. Uh, more Predator is never a bad thing. But outside of that, I'm just excited to see uh, what, they've, what they've got cooking. Obviously, they mm. were notably absent at uh, E3 this past year. So... Yeah, let's let's see what Sony are going to bring to us this week in uh, just three days' time for us. So it's it's pretty exciting. Mm. Uh, just yeah, just announce more content, more details. Just announce the Last of Us three, four, five, and six in this one state of play. Just let us know that we've got another another four to look forward to after number two comes out, and I'd be a very happy boy.
0: Come on, naughty dog, Put your socks up. Yeah, what he's doing? Mm. Mm.
1: Well, but uh, I know what the coalition are doing right now. And they're celebrating because Gears 5 has biggest first-party launch for Xbox since Halo 4. Furthermore, it doubled the first week of sales for Gears of War 4, and the shooter also set first-party records on PC, becoming the biggest Xbox Game Pass launch on the platform and Microsoft's best-ever first-party launch on Steam. It also tripled the performance of Gears of War 4 on PC, though specific numbers weren't revealed. So uh, there isn't there isn't Gears fatigue around, that's for sure. It seems there's been a, a positive uptake. Obviously, Game Pass has a lot to do with that because it's hypothetically a free game in like with an asterisk beside it included in the Game Pass. But it's cool to see that there's still a, a big appetite for this franchise. And, and yeah, I'm a big fan of what they've done with Gears 5.
0: Is, this, um, the, is there any other driving factors behind this? I think you probably, I don't know, you might have a better view of this than me because... Xbox and also Gears of War fan from way back, um, but there's there's been a lot of first per, first party launch titles, um, particularly since Game Pass started. So if you think of like CFTs for instance, mm-hmm. um, what what is it that sort of set this aside in your opinion, mate?
1: I'm wondering if it is because Xbox is primarily starved for those big AAA tentpole titles, and because I think Gears sits maybe ever so slightly under Halo, I guess, in the pecking order of those exclusives. It, it is one of the more beloved titles for Xbox fans and, and now PC fans. So mm. they have been probably hungering for some exclusivity and, and, Gears, it's it's been a franchise that's been around for a while. It's kept pretty true to its craft over the over the games, but there is some slight shifts in in the in the play style of of Gears Five, and there's sort of some open world areas that you can explore freely and and go from sort of hub to hub, which is pretty cool. The the story sort of the shift in focus, like um, focusing on Kate Diaz, I think is really good too. Instead of having Marcus Phoenix or JD as the focal points from one all the way through. So sort of the tone's a little bit different. The back and forth with her and, and Dell is really great. It's less less of that machismo bravado that you've gotten from all the other ones. It's a little bit more grounded, I think. Mm. Um, but it's, it's, it's well executed. Like it's a gorgeous looking game. The combat's still tight. That sort of cover shooter thing that they helped define really is still there in spades. But yeah, I guess it stands alone because it isn't, a first person shooter like every other game that's coming out these days. Like, you don't see yeah. many of these third person over the shoulder shooters anymore. So, maybe that does differentiate a little bit from the market. I don't know. Mm. Okay. But I like it. I like it. It's sort of, I forgot that it was coming out, as I mentioned last week. I thought it was out in October for some reason. So, when it popped up on my dashboard, I'm like, oh, yeah, down there, down there, this and play it. I have not regretted yeah. a second of that. But, uh, yeah, Gears 5, it's good to see it's having some having some success for the green brand. Uh, It's always nice to see uh, either of the three big houses sort of having success with their exclusives because it's just going to mean they're going to invest more and and focus more in in that space. So uh, yeah, no doubt we'll get some DLC coming. Uh, We've got Batista in the game now. We've got the T-800 Terminator. We've got Sarah Connor in there. It's just bananas. It's ridiculous, but it works. Mm. It works. I was shooting the shit out of T-800s in multiplayer last night. It felt great. (laughs) Now, Dreamo. I got a question for you. Do you want uh-huh. to make out with Keanu? I'm going to take that silence as a big yes. Well, too bad you can't. <laughs> this is an article by Joseph Noop at IGN. Fuck you. Cyberpunk 2077 and the subsequent reveal that Keanu Reeves would be the player's closest ally throughout the game had one question remaining at the front of everyone's mind Can we smooch Keanu Reeves? Prepare to be disappointed. If you're hoping to lock lips with the sci-fi bard according to an interview with video games chronicle you cannot romance keanu reeves in cyberpunk 2077 and here is a direct quote from max peers one of the level designers keanu plays a crucial role in the game but as far as the option to romance him i don't believe you can end quote so hearts have broken instantaneously unanimously all over the world because everyone wants a piece of Keanu but sadly you're just going to have to admire him and his cybernetic sort of uh enhancements from afar as opposed to being able to touch that button smooch them lips
0: it would be so weird to me if he was an option yeah like a romance option it just seems so not right mm. you know i th- i think he, <laughs> he's, he is he deserves to not be a romance option he's kind of above that and if he was any lower <laughs> i feel like I feel like it would just be uh wrong and 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 dirty. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's almost um, that meta
1: that like Keanu has the option to romance you. It's not the other way. It's like he should he'll decide if he wants to romance you in the game or something.
0: It strikes <laughs> like this really odd like tone of almost like VR dating or or porno, right? Like it's just yeah. it's so it's so odd that a real life person in a game could be a dating option. It yeah. just changes how I think I would perceive Keanu Reeves in general, or anyone who else who was in that position. I just don't think it's a good idea. And I'm glad that he's not a, a romance option. Hmm.
1: I, w- I wonder if they asked him about it and he sort of had to say yay or nay, or if they just made that decision from the jump. Like
0: I, I imagine there would have been conversation about it yeah. for sure. Cause if you, if you've got, keanu reeves like you <laughs> what, what can we get this guy to do i think like there exactly. would be a lot of conversation about all the interactions the player could have with with this character
1: yeah he's just mocap and doing like little hip thrust moves and things like that and, and moans <laughs> be, and everything
0: <laughs> there will be a world of like there will be a whole like subset of cyberpunk 2077 players who are trying to push that relationship to the limit oh in yeah sexual you know, like with the sexual lens on yeah. um just trying to see what you can and can't get away with in the game there'll be some data mining no doubt there'll be a whole, whole bunch of people trying to figure this this whole thing out
1: yeah you talk about furries there'll be like this new subsect that'll be like Reevesies or something like that and it'll just be people yeah. trying to just get into Keanu's skin and just, oh, just k-punks yeah they call them. k-punks that's great
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah but um yeah, the world has uh shed many a tear over this article, I dare say. But I'm I'm with you. It's mm. sort of it's nice to keep that separate because it does sort of then start to bleed into that weird erotica sex bot type of thing, which we're seeing more and more of these days, you know. But yeah mm. Yeah, let's let's keep the Reeves pure. You know, he's he's a nice man. He eats soup in the park, you know, he donates money to his crewmates, he's got a motorbike company. He's back for the Matrix, which I think is unnecessary, but you know that's a story for another day. But uh, yeah, we'll see him soon enough in Cyberpunk as well as Bill and Ted Three, which is still another yeah. one that's got me shaking my head.
0: Good on him, I love him. Keep All going. All right,
1: and the last bit of news we're going to talk about today. This one's a bit of a mind bender as well, so strap in, listeners. Kojima thinks more Death Stranding games are needed to start a new genre. This comes via way of Alyssa Judge at IGN. Speaking to GameSpot, Kojima explained that he believes without sequels, Death Stranding will not establish strand as a continuing genre. When you create something new, you have to create a sequel and then a third version of it, or it will not remain a genre, he said. When the, when this game comes out, there will be a lot of pros and cons, and these elements could become the essence of the core part, but I think it's better that I keep, going, keep it going in a sequel. In regards to how many games the genre needs to flourish, Kojima says, probably at least 1.5 and then 2, maybe... <laughs> At least so that it remains and people are aware of the genre. Death Stranding is what Kojima terms a strand game, which he says has never existed before. While it's still slightly unclear exactly what defines a strand game, it seems to be bound by social elements. The PlayStation page for Death Stranding promises asynchronous multiplayer where you help other travelers without ever crossing paths. While Kojima has previously expressed his frustration for gaming treatment of death, He believes the finality of game over is an echo of arcade coin-op culture that doesn't exist anymore. So players' lives are more fluid in Death Stranding. Death Stranding has drawn heavily upon the Japanese concept of omiyari. There's no direct translation for for this into English, but it essentially means compassion or empathy and requires taking responsibility for others' well-being in a social structure. It seems this concept is a core pillar of the strand genre he wants to build. What in God's name? I think uh, your your roommate and and Kojima have been uh, hanging out with Billy a bit too much and uh, <laughs> getting uh, getting into some interesting conversations. This is this is something
0: crazy. Old Kojima, um, <laughs> it's it's ambitious, absolutely ambitious. And look, it's yeah, I, th- I think there's a there's a sort of weird. Lens on this whole game in Kojima at the moment because none of it like none of it seems to make a great deal of sense. Like the plot of the story doesn't seem to make a great deal of sense at the yeah. moment, and the experience that he's going for as well. But I I actually really applaud it. I think you know I think it's 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 great to have someone making not safe choices with with a game like it's it's really cool, and I I, I do also. I think it's a bit um, reductive of Kojima to suggest that this game might be the first of its kind in its genre. I, th- I reckon once we start to play it, we'll probably see a lot of similarities between this game and plenty yeah, of other games. And I'm I, I feel you. like even in the description he gives about what technically defines a Strand game, that we've seen elements of this in games in the past as well, notably like the, the, the Soul series. Yeah, uh, Though, again, let's wait and see. Kind of what mm. comes out here. I, I I applaud it. I think it's it's great to be ambitious. It's great to sort of you know push boundaries and, and try and do something new. And um, I dude, I, I can't wait to play my first Strand game.
1: Yeah. Um. I, I'll we'll, we'll look back on that day when we first boot up this game and think about where we were in our first <laughs> Strand experience. You know, like it's something like it's so polarizing. This game, like it's just got people talking and just sitting there going what is this is this going to be some like genre defining or genre originating title really like is it going to sort of just divide the gaming community for years to come where they're just going to critique it either as the best thing ever or the worst thing is this going to be you know this video game generation's the room is kojima now tommy (laughs) wizo
0: this game will be a hit this game will sell like hotcakes oh yeah yeah for sure I don't know if it'll be a critical success because I reckon there's going to be a lot of mixed reviews. Yeah, I think it'll be widely debated. I think it will be debated yeah. for, for a while. Yeah, I um, think so. Like it's,
1: yeah, like Kojima's been one to never hold back on on ambitious uh, driving factors in his career and things he wants to achieve. And it's it's cool that he's already talking about subsequent mm. sequels to Death Stranding. So we know we're going to see more of this. And we and you just know Sony have an infinite truck Pulling up to their to the Kachima Studios with money, saying, "Mate, make these until you're nine thousand years old. Like, we don't care." <laughs> Say we something
0: just- else. <laughs> Say something else crazy, and then like just get it on camera or something. <laughs> more
1: money, just cha ching, cha ching, cha ching. Yeah, the more obscure and abstract he goes, the higher that bank account goes. I think. Like, he's he's just this, I don't know, mystery well, man, very, isn't he?
0: There's there's very few personalities in in the game dev space, really, isn't there? Yeah, and and he's definitely a personality. Um, it's fantastic to to kind of witness this whole journey, which I I think started probably from Metal Gear Five, right? Isn't that the one he got turf from? From yeah, Konami? yeah,
1: Five Five was where like he obviously officially left from Konami. There was there was years of of resentment resentment and issues. Bef- yeah. like even before that, just because he was known to constantly go over budget, you know, miss deadlines, things like that. But like. I guess when you're talking about these creative geniuses and and you think whether it be in video games, in music, film, art, whatever, you know, they, they all work to the beat of their own drum, you know, the, that deadline you might give them if they're working on their own internal deadlines, it feels like with all these sort of creative geniuses. So that's, that's him. And now he's got his own, uh, his own clock that he can sort of work time off with, with, uh, Konami, uh, no longer part of, part of his life. So yeah, Death Stranding, the, uh, bringing out the new strand genre. We'll see if there's more to it. Cause as you said, like the soul series was one of the first genres I could, or games I could think of that started to weave in other people's experiences, whether it be to, to help or hinder you in, in the game. So he's certainly not creating something brand new there, but maybe he's got a lot more to add to that, to, to further deepen the strand genre that he's trying to uh, get off the ground.
0: I'm going to ask the platforms and pitfalls guys. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because they would know. Yeah. They would know. They have such a wealth of, of knowledge when it comes to games. Um, I'm going to ask him. I'm going to send it in. Rowan, if you're listening, I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> Be prepared Just for the question. <laughs> prepare yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Um, but
1: um, yeah, that's, uh, that's TAG167. Nice, tight little banger, just full mm-hmm. of news. None of that usual filler we parade around here on this None podcast. Just A1 mm. quality content from Australia's finest. Dreamo, anything you want to say before we close this bad boy down for another week where we might have the full contingent back for episode 167, 168?
0: 7, 7, you know where to find me. Salim TD, hit your boy up. Open challenge, y'all suck. <laughs>
1: Sadly, I can't really argue with much that. I've seen him seen him work, murk these dogs. and um, I'm a monster.
0: Yeah, he's a beast. 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 And go the Giants. Fuck, I hope the Giants win tonight. Odds are against us, but maybe we'll do it. Paying $3.70, not very good odds.
1: Have faith. Get some money on that. That's some good odds.
0: It's fucking crazy. We're probably going to lose, but mm. go the Giants. Have Let's faith. If... Yeah, I got yeah. faith
1: listeners uh please be sure to rate review subscribe the hungry gamers podcast as well as all the other podcasts in the hashtag 8bit collective and also the broader podcasting community because those reviews help keep the emotional lights on in our hearts but until next week 8bit nation for episode 168 i'm brendan you can find me at brendan 8bit you can find miss ali Hart at miss ali Hart, and you can find salim td at salim td and all of us at we are 8bit but until next week much love stay hungry